0: how's everybody doing and welcome back to 125 unfiltered the 50th episode of the podcast so excited that we have gotten this far also we are 38 downloads away from a thousand downloads for the podcast so that's a big accomplishment coming up but anyways today i'm gonna be talking about some unc football last week We had the loss to Virginia Tech. I want to go over that game even though we just beat Georgia State. So this is going to be a two-week UNC football recap to just evaluate the start of the season for them and kind of talk about the strengths and weaknesses of this team. We are currently ranked 21 in the AP poll. There have definitely been some things that I really like and some things that concern me moving forward into our ACC schedule. But let's just hop straight into it. So to start off, UNC... At the time, the number 10 ranked team in the country travels into Blacksburg to play the Hokies in a very difficult environment on Friday night. And just to be blunt and straightforward, UNC laid a goose egg. We lose 17-10. to We were down 14-0 at halftime. The defense adjusted, holding them to only 3 in the second half, but the offense only mustered 10 points against a pretty good Hokies defense, better than I expected. Sam Howell did not have his best game by any means. He was 17 of 32, 208 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. Ty Chandler had 10 rushes, 66 yards in his UNC debut, and UNC was led in the receiving court by Josh Downs, eight receptions, 123 yards, had the touchdown catch from Sam Howell, 37-yard touchdown pass on the wide receiver screen. Good ball carry vision by Downs to get us in the end zone for the one time that we did. Jaquarius Conley was also a stud on the defensive side of the ball. He had a fumble recovery. He also had the interception off of Burmeister, and he had seven tackles to go along with it. So I would say JQ and Downs were the brightest spots for me for this Tar Heel team. Aside from that, very underwhelming performance for what was, again, a top 10 team in the country. Now, the blame, who should it go on? Should it go on Sam Howell? The defense was starting off poorly. The offense, the coaches. For me, it starts with Mac Brown and Phil Longo. Because this was such a poorly called game on the offensive side of the ball, the first five plays on that drive, before we punted, were all pass plays. We did not run the ball with Ty Chandler once. Meanwhile, with Burmeister and Blackshear, Virginia Tech is running all over our defensive line, who cannot hold their own against Virginia Tech's offensive line. I said it in the game preview. You gotta establish the run in college football. It makes things so much easier for your quarterback and offense. We saw in the first half how Burmeister was playing freely. He was able to hit his receivers deep. Uh, One of the receivers beat... McMichael one time hit again Mitchell in the end zone and Sam Howell on the other hand because we didn't establish the run and Because our offensive line had troubles, which I will get into he looked uncomfortable He would never never settled in to the rhythm of the game Therefore our offense was pretty bad all night long and when it came down to hero ball Sam Howell tried to make a play I think he tried to throw it out of bounds But he was being hit for what was gonna be his sixth or seventh sack of the night through his third pick of the game, ball game, we lose to Virginia Tech. Now again, full Longo did not like his play calls. I don't know why on that third pick you run. First off, Mac Brown should have called a timeout. We had a minute left. We were subbing on a second and seven. We wasted 20 seconds off the clock. Call a timeout there. Don't hold your timeouts just in case we don't get a touchdown and we give them the ball back. That's not how you play football. You go for the win. You use a timeout on second and seven you regroup and you dial up a play for one of your receivers Probably downs because he was the only receiver getting open that night So I hated the play calling I did not like how he didn't establish the run early on And when it came time to get points on the board We we didn't have the run game to free up the play action receivers were being smothered by virginia tech secondary Which again was very very good so the loss goes on Mac Brown for coming out flat and Phil Longo for his poor offensive play calling. That's just how it is. I expected better from the defense to start out. They definitely picked up uh, in the second half, only giving up three points. But again, time and time again, we did it last year. Mac Brown, fifth overall, losing at Florida State, a team that's just not that good. And I know Virginia Tech is now ranked 15th, but. They're just not that good to dominate us like that. The score was not emblematic of the game. That felt like we were losing by four touchdowns. We were lucky to be in that game down to 37 seconds. There's no way that we should have only lost by seven. We deserve to lose that game by at least two touchdowns. But thankfully, our, def- our defense stepped up. Virginia Tech did practically nothing offensively in the second half. JQ had that pick. Uh, to give us the ball back, which Sam Howell threw his second pick. But it was just a pretty lackluster performance from a team that came in with a lot of hype. We were overrated. Mac Brown was right. We were overrated. We were not a top 10 team in the country. And we unfortunately probably won't get back there unless we run the table. Virginia Tech did a really good job at the line of scrimmage. I thought they were extremely disruptive defensively, blowing up our offensive line, blowing up run plays. Again, Sam Howell had six sacks. That's just not a place he's been in a lot of the times. And the offensive line, which returned five starters, completely dominated. That was a massive weak spot for this team. And then on the other side of the ball, with how good Virginia Tech ran the ball, where was the defensive line? The front seven, where were they? Eugene Asante had a very poor start to the game. Looked out of position. I know Gimmel was trying to pick things up on that defense, but there was no pressure on Burmeister. He had so much time in that first half, and that's what got them that 14-point lead. They ran the ball, our defense got tired, and we could do nothing to stop it. So I think the run game and the trenches were why we lost this game. I think offensively with the receiver core, we found out who our number one guy is, and it's Josh Downs. He was the only one who could get separation. I thought Simmons and Antoine Green struggled to kind of get open on the corners, but Downs did. He had eight catches. So I think that's a bright spot. We figured out who our number one guy is. We went into this game with a lot of unknowns. How is Ty Chandler going to play? Who He was okay. Without Javante Williams and and Michael Carter, how's the passing game going to be without Diami Brown, Daz Newsome? A lot of new pieces for this offense, and it's just a tough game to have at the start of the season, playing a very you know competitive ACC opponent opponent on the road. So it really sucked to lose the opener with how much hype we had, and you know being a dark horse for the college football playoffs, but that's obviously out the window now we're looking for a bowl game we're looking for the ACC title game and I think this was just the game that exposed our flaws and you know showed things that we need to work on and before I get into the Georgia State game I just want to defend Sam Howell real quick because he did make a couple bad plays trying to do a little too much especially that third pick that was definitely his fault a ball he probably should not have thrown But the offensive line wasn't blocking for him all night. He was running for his life. I've never seen Sam Howell run that much behind the line of scrimmage. But also the picks. The first ball, Olsen had it, and he just got muscled out. Ball just got ripped away from his hands by the corner. The second pick, it was a tipped ball. But why did that happen? It happened because the offensive linemen got pushed back so much and gave the defensive lineman a potential block shed he got his hand up he the offensive lineman did not engage himself with the defender long enough he was able to tip the ball and that got the interception two plays after jq got his pick so horrible timing there and then obviously we know what happened with the third interception but we know sam howell didn't play that well he shouldn't be written out of the, the heisman conversation there were a lot of quarterbacks week one who didn't have their best game spencer rattler got outplayed by the two lane quarterback you know, now uh, C.J. Stroud lost to Oregon. Um, he was, he's was he been decent so far, but no reason why Sam Howell should be completely knocked out of the conversation, but we certainly have to run the table the rest of the way if he wants to be a finalist. But I want to go now to the Georgia State game because this was a really, really good bounce-back game, I know, against a non-Power 5 opponent. But Sam Howell was phenomenal. 352 pass yards, 104 rush yards. He had a really nice 62-yard scamper in, uh, to the end zone. Five total touchdowns for Howell. He just looked more comfortable back in Keenan Stadium with uh, pretty close to full capacity. Not quite there yet, but you know, having stadiums, I was actually at the game. Really, really good atmosphere. It was super fun to be back in Keenan. Even with me going to a couple last year at like what 10-15% capacity. Love the atmosphere. This is the, what college football is all about. Now the three receivers, Howell has really liked. Antoine Green, three receptions, 117 yards, touchdown. Simmons had three for 73 and a touchdown, and Downs had eight catches yet again for 73 yards and a touchdown. So the big three had a fantastic game uh, teaming up with Sam Howell to get a touchdown each. Sam Howell had a beautiful ball to Antoine Green for that 57-yard touchdown to go up 14-0, Simmons had a nice back shoulder route and then juked out a defender and then Downs had a nice dump off when it was a really nicely designed play by Longo. It was uh, somehow rolled out to the right with the potential to run or throw to Walston and left a defender in no man's land and Downs was just right at the the sideline ready to catch the ball and just waltz into the end zone. So yes, wide receivers did a lot better this time and I gained more confidence in them but there are still two things that I didn't like. The run game's just not the same. Ty Chandler, he's a good player. I know we got Hood and British Brooks, but it's just not the same without Javante, and it's really showing because we're just not running the ball as well. Sam Howell's our leading rusher. Ty Chandler only ran for 58 yards. For 15 carries. Did have touchdowns, so you guys first touchdown as a Tar Heel. But due to the combination of the poor offensive line play, Sam Howell still running around a little bit because there was not much of a clean pocket. Offensive line and running back is just a concern for me right now. Pass blocking and the run game. And we need to clean this up because we thrive off of play action. Sam Howell loves the play action, we ran it well at the start. You know, it gets the defense on their toes. If we become a pass-first team and become predictable, it's going to be hard to score on some good defenses that we have to play coming up. I know Notre Dame has been struggling defensively, had two very close games to start the season, but it's still Notre Dame's defense. And we still have to play Miami. And we got Virginia next week, who's 2-0. and These are things that have to get fixed. I want more from Ty Chandler. I want to see British Brooks on the field more. He runs hard. British Brooks runs really hard with a good sense of urgency. He's got good speed, he's got power. I just want Ty Chandler to just show more. I feel like he doesn't run as fast. I don't know what type of back he is, technically, if he's power or elusive, but I want to see more from him. And again, this offensive line has got to be better. They need to give better run holes for Chandler. And they need to give better pockets for Sam Howell because when we go up against Virginia next week, they will make us pay. They made us pay last year. They have one linebacker who absolutely destroyed us last year. I can't remember his name, but he got so many pressures. And if Virginia can emulate what Virginia Tech did for their defensive line on our offensive line, we could lose again. And we've lost to Virginia in 11 straight football and basketball games, and I am not about to lose to Virginia yet again. This is the most important game of the season, in my opinion, coming up against Virginia. If we go 1-2, and two, this could spiral down to a 500 season. But I think getting an ACC win under our belt against a team that has had our number in recent years is so important. And I will try to be there. Hopefully, I get a ticket. But that got, that's got to be a high-energy game. And the Tar Heels need to come out fast like we did against Georgia State. And just a quick note on the defense. I thought defense was pretty good. Again, not a super talented offense in Georgia State but I think the secondary uh, played pretty well. Power Eccles had an interception. I think the defensive line did all right too. We still struggle with scrambling quarterbacks. I think that's just going to be the way it is. Didn't realize about we run a 3-3-5 with five members in the secondary. I think Tony Grimes is still flourishing into what he's going to be a star. Jaquarius Conley I think is, has been our best defender to start this season. And I I think the one thing secondary could work on is tackling. We had a couple missed tackles uh, from the guys uh, on the outside. I think that could be cleaned up a bit. But overall, a very good performance, a 42-point win. We can't complain much about that. So that's going to be it for today's episode, the 50th episode of 125 Unfiltered. The two next episodes coming up, going to do a UNC women's soccer recap of their season so far and a quick preview of their game against the Duke Blue Devils on Friday and... NFL is back. Week one recap coming this week. So stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for listening to 125 Unfiltered, and I'll talk to you next time.